Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, I'm Spencer Powell, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. Today, I want to dive into a topic that comes up uh, typically this time of year, kind of around Q4, and that is how to create a successful marketing plan for your business. And a lot of times, I get some conversations happening around this time, beginning of Q4, you know, October, the proactive people they're thinking about next year, November, still some more of the same. And then December, you're started starting to cut a little close. And then honestly, it, it tends to continue into Q1 of the following year, people that are kind of behind the eight ball. And so I wanted to, to release this so that you guys can be more proactive going into next year. And the last 18, 20 months or so have been pretty wild. And for the residential construction industry, from a business standpoint, I feel like generally pretty positive. A lot of businesses have experienced a lot of growth, obviously a lot of labor challenges, supply chain issues, things like that. But what comes along with growth and especially fast growth, I've seen a lot of companies that have doubled They've gone from two to four or two to three plus, and they've seen you know fifty or seventy percent growth. That's a lot in in a year. And so the danger or kind of the potential threats, just looking down the road a little bit, are okay. You you know grew by seventy percent or you doubled, and now you're at this new level. You know, let's say you went from two to four. How do you maintain four? Do you have a marketing program built to sustain that? And my guess is probably no, because you just, you simply doubled from sheer market demand. And that's amazing. That's great. You know, let's take it and run with it. But the only way you're going to be able to run with it is if you actually use that growth as fuel and you build a marketing plan around that. You start leveraging those new projects. You start marketing those online. You start creating content, doing all of these things that we we always talk about here at Builder Funnel. But the danger is that you just kind of, go with the flow of market demand. And if demand drops next year, you could go from two to four. And then next year, you go right down to three or two and a half. And maybe you've added overhead, you've added positions, you've you've invested in certain things, and now you're hurting. And so what I want to help you do is avoid that situation. So I want to walk you through you know, kind of a method here for creating a marketing plan um, for your business. And we're going to get into some some of the details that are a little bit in the weeds, and we're not going to cover everything because that would take quite a bit more time than we have for today. But I want to hit you with some critical things that I think most people don't actually do. And my hope is that you'll actually hear them and you'll think, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's super logical. Why haven't I been doing that? And a lot of times it just comes down to the tracking. So let's walk through the framework here and get into it. And then hopefully you can take this and run with it. If you do need help with your marketing plans and marketing strategy, head over to builderfunnel.com slash blueprint. We're doing something new that we're super pumped about. And you've probably heard me talk about it a week or two on the podcast, but that's builderfunnel.com slash blueprint. But let's dive in. So first step is you got to start with your goals. If you don't start with your goals, then you're just creating a bunch of tactics around, you know, just 
random. It, it really is just random if you don't know where you want to go. And so that is the first step is where are you trying to go and where are you today? And you could even look at where you were last year. So you kind of know somewhat of a trajectory and what's realistic. Let's say last year you were at 1.5 and then this year you're at 2.5 and then next year you want to be at three. So you're saying, hey, I had big growth over the last 12, 18 months. Now I want to continue to grow, not quite as aggressively because I want to learn these new systems and kind of this new level that I'm at. Okay, so great. Now you have your goal. You need to add an additional 500K in sales. And you might even want to add a buffer in there, assuming that some of that growth that you experienced was just due to sheer market demand and not necessarily your marketing. So start with your goals and then look at last year's data. And then from that data, then we can make decisions around what to continue what to increase, what to de- decrease, and potentially what to cut. So let's go through through a real example and kind of how this plays out. And we'll use that one I just mentioned, where let's say you're at two, po- you're projecting two point five for this year, twenty twenty one, and then you want to get to three million in twenty twenty two. So first things first, we're going to look at last year and where did that two point five million come from? So word of mouth referrals drove a million in sales. And then your website drove a million in sales. So that was 2 million of the 2.5. And then signs and trucks drove 250 grand and pay-per-click ads. So Google ads drove 250 grand. And that was your 2.5 million. I'm keeping this example a little bit more simplistic since we're talking through it over audio. Most of the time, you're going to have more channels and more of a breakdown here. But the key point and takeaway here is you have to track your marketing and you have to break it down by channel. And if you're not doing that, then as you go into next year, you have no idea which of your marketing was effective and which was not. And there's always going to be some gray area and some things that you kind of have to use your gut on. Uh, marketing is you know, definitely art and science. We want to do as much science as possible because that's what allows us to track, measure, and improve over time. So if you are looking at last year and you actually don't know where your revenue came from, that would be step one. Put some tracking mechanisms in place so you can tell, hey, where did this stuff come from? How do I track that? You know, Is it I'm asking them on the phone and I'm jotting that down and I'm tagging it back? Uh, making sure you have things set up on your website to break it down by channel so you know, okay, I got this from the website, but from the website, where did they get there? Was it Google Ads? Was it organic? Was it social? Was it other websites? You know, How did they actually end up on your website? And so you have to get a little more granular. So that is the first step. Looking at last year, seeing where sales came from, and getting as granular as possible with those channels. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems and 
I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. The next is a step that I think most people, if they've made it this far, they usually don't do this. And I think this is one of the most powerful steps. Breaking down that revenue to see where the best fit and best margin jobs came from. So if you're looking at that word of mouth referral channel and that drove a million, then maybe you look at those and you go, okay, yep, those were solid. Those were good, you know, good fit clients. They were referred, you know, by other clients. So that's always a good thing. And they had good margin, you know, right in our sweet spot. So, okay, that's great. The website. Well, we had some really junk ones, but then we actually had some within that bucket that were really exceptional margin jobs and ones that we would love to do more of. Okay, that's helpful. Signs and trucks. Those kind of came in average and then pay-per-click. Okay, those came in average. So that's kind of that next step is, okay, where did we get the best fit clients? And if you're looking at these and you're going, okay, well, the website had some bad ones and then some really, really good ones. Well, where did the really good ones come from? Was that organic search? Was it social media? Was it, you know, other websites that have, that are linking back to us? And then you might just say, well, it was kind of a mix of everything, you know, organic drove some junk, some really, really positive ones. Now you can, you can basically say, well, gosh, I want more of those really exceptional ones. So can I double this channel? Can I? What can I do to increase this channel? And then I'm going to weed out the bad fit ones through phone pre-qualification. So that will eliminate my junk and will increase my really high margin jobs. So that is the second step when you're analyzing where your revenue came from is where did the best projects come from, the sweet spot projects, the really high margin ones. Because Worst case scenario, if you miss the target next year and you do 2.5 again and you're like, gosh, I didn't grow at all. But if your project mix is better and they were all better margin projects, you could double your profitability very easily. So that is that piece. And then we're going to drop down one step further and we're going to look at how did, how much did we spend per channel? So in this example, you're doing 2.5 million. Let's say you budgeted 4%. For marketing, that's a hundred grand. Word of mouth referrals, you're not spending money there in that channel. Maybe you do some client gifts, but I put putting on their website, I'm spending 60 grand a year, signs and trucks, 10 grand, pay-per-click on Google, 25 grand, and then miscellaneous five grand. That would be a sample of how this broke down. And then you would look at that and you go, okay, well, I in like pay-per-click, I spent 25 grand and I produced. 250 grand in revenue. And those were average margin jobs. So if you look at that channel, you can actually figure out your cost per lead and cost per sale and basically decide, do I like those metrics? 
Because if you like those metrics and they work for your business, one question to ask is, what if I spent 50 grand on pay-per-click instead of 25? Then could I produce a half a million instead of 250 grand? And if that works for my profitability goals and in the way my business runs, that's an easy move, right? This is strategy, guys. So this is like looking at the data, looking at your goals, looking at reality. What drove the revenue? Where did the good projects come from? How much did I spend? Okay, now can I just double that? Can I increase that channel by 50%? Like, Will that contribute towards getting to my goal? And if in this example, if we liked that channel and we just doubled our spend, we would get an additional 250 grand in revenue and that would get us halfway towards our goal. Figuring that probably word of mouth referral is just going to be the same every year and we have to increase revenue through other channels. Then on the website side, like you spent 60 grand and you got some junk, some exceptional. So again, if you couldn't quite figure out where the exceptional and where the junk was coming from, you're like, ah, it was a mix from organic search. Okay, well, can I? how can I grow my organic search? And then I'll just weed out the bad ones. And now I'm going to get more of those exceptional margin jobs. So maybe I increase my spend there by 20 or 30%. And now I'm getting more of those opportunities that are um, really good fit project. Signs, there's probably not a ton there to do. Um, miscellaneous, depending on what you did, maybe you sponsor like a little league team or something like that. I think it's always good to have some branding kind of efforts like that and then some experimentation. So at the end of this exercise, you basically can look at your channels and then go, okay, now going into next year, I may have to raise my budget a little bit because my goal is 3 million. So I might need to do my 4% on 3 million. And so that's going to be an increase. And then which channels do I want to increase? So you might look at this and go, okay, well, I'm going to increase my website spending, work on my SEO a little more aggressively. So I'm going to spend maybe 10 or 20 grand more there. And then I'm going to increase my pay-per-click. You know, that might be the conclusion you you come to. But again, this is kind of that methodology for how you actually create a plan going from one year to the next. So you start with your goal, you look at last year's data, and you don't just glance at it, right? You look at what drove the revenue, where did the best projects come from, and then how much did you spend per channel and do those numbers work for you? And then finally, based on all that data, you'll know exactly what you want to continue, what you want to increase, what you want to decrease, and then potentially what you want to eliminate. And then the final step is I like to have add in something new, test something new for experimentation because the landscape is always changing. And what you're doing now won't always just work forever, right? Like rewind 20 years, website probably wasn't as, as important. You know, today it's probably your most important marketing tool. You know, video wasn't really powerful. Now it's an important channel. Podcasts didn't exist. Now they're kind of coming onto the radar for this space. So you always have to be looking ahead and kind of testing with something new and knowing that that may, that may be a bust or it may take multiple years to come to fruition. But I always like having um, that in place. And then the final note is make sure you are tracking through the process where your revenue is coming from which projects came from which channels, and then how much you're spending on each channel. All right, guys, hopefully that was as clear as I could make it doing it over audio with all these numbers. But in terms of a good process for how you set up a really effective marketing plan going from this year into next year. If you have any questions, feel free to hit us up over at radio at builderfunnel.com. And if you want to learn more about what we're doing on the strategy and marketing plan side, head over to builderfunnel.com slash blueprint. And we will see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. 
Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.